Hey, happy Thursday. My voice is still kind of shot. I was screaming at the top of my lungs over this Cowboys game last week where they came back from 21 points to win the last second field goal. Um, you play Seattle this week, and I'm not really looking forward to that. But And I will talk about the NFC after this podcast. But I felt it was appropriate to talk briefly about the ruling of Breonna Taylor. Um, it really does look like that the state of Kentucky and the AD, they, they made some, made some decisions and ultimately nobody really got in trouble for the death of Breonna Taylor. Now, I first of all want to state that Mr. Walker, the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor, is 100% responsible for her death. He put her in danger. Well, I'd say he was probably 80% responsible. But, and yes, Breonna was responsible for about 20% of her death. She was, in fact, in the shit with shitty people. You know, as a young kid, I had no choice hanging out with crack addicts and drug addicts. I didn't have a choice. They were just there. My mother's brother-in-law was addicted to methamphetamine. Her other brother was addicted. Her brother-in-law was addicted to methamphetamine. And his wife was addicted to methamphetamine. And we can go down the list of family members in which my former stepfather's family was addicted. But they were white trash for the most part. The lion's share of my former stepfather's family. And I was constantly being surrounded by people who not only did drugs in front of kids, but they put themselves in question, questionable situations, getting in fights with people, being overly aggressive and overly, overly assertive. And finally, one day, my mom had just had enough, and she decided to protect me, her son, and she removed me from the scenario. She removed me from it for a while, and it it worked out. And I'm lucky to this day that I live here in my house with my kids, and I have all that. But there was no no no-knock raids. There was really no criminal enterprise taking place. It was just a bunch of poor white trash that found themselves constantly breaking the law by doing drugs. But see, that's the thing. Like, when you look at the Breonna Taylor death, you need context, and the media sucks. And I've said I'm going to stop talking about this kind of stuff, not because I don't care about black people, but because the media has done such a shitty job of explaining the stories that I, as a citizen and as a human being, I'm having a really hard time empathizing when I'm feeling like I'm being lied to constantly. And I feel like black people in this country feel the same way. Like, what is the truth? And all this, mind you, there are protests and riots. And there's a lot of psychology right now that is really being questioned within our communities. Of, are we in a good place? 
before we even begin talking about this. Now, the context is pretty much this, okay? And I think it's important to understand some of the context. But I don't think many people defend the death of Breonna Taylor. But I do think the lion's share of people fail to see the context of her death. See, I don't see this as a black woman being shot and killed, okay? I do see, however, a police state that is overly asserting itself in a raid where not they could not properly apprehend Kenneth Walker, the boyfriend, who was doing and dealing and distributing and making of drugs. I see an avenue, right, where a man could have been apprehended outside of his house before they decided to impose a sting operation on a home in which innocent people were involved. How many of you listening to this podcast have a loved one that is just a piece of shit? They're breaking the law. I'm a college graduate. I'm a graduate student. I'm one day going to pursue my PhD. I'm not Jesus. I know people like this. We all know somebody like this. And if you don't want to admit it, that's on you. But we all know somebody that is in the dirt. Okay? So you have to be able to empathize with this. I see, for the lack of a better word, communities of black people who in a different shade of color might not have had a similar instance. Did they knock? Did they not knock? The neighbor said they knocked. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The raid shouldn't have happened in the first place. That's what I'm getting at. Until I get more evidence to suggest that, the raid shouldn't have happened. See, this isn't Sons of Anarchy or a Hollywood film. There's no DA that is just like sitting on the porch thinking about how they're going to get the that that biker group they're not they're not it's not this like hollywood story between good versus evil okay this is a man that had no idea the da was coming for him and see this is a call for police reform and an understanding that black criminals and their families should be looked at in the same ways as white criminals and their families. <laughs> I can do the math, and it's obvious that it's almost always disproportionately black communities that find themselves in these kinds of no-knock raids. Same way there are more black people in prison than white people that are in prison Proportionately based on the fact that there are, they only make up 13% of the population. Same thing. See, I can do the math. Lastly, I'm not sure what the real story is. I don't, because the media sucks. I gotta listen to Candace Owen on, Owens on one side, and I gotta listen to, to Don Lemon on the other. And there's always a new angle on stories like this. But for now, I'm just going to sum it up as an unfair act by unqualified law enforcement. Unqualified law enforcement that certainly subconsciously chose to kick down the door and make a handful of piss-poor decisions. 
Because have you seen how polarizing everything is at the moment? What are these people reading? Nobody's defending Breonna Taylor's death. And who is actually educating themselves properly? Because I'm not even. When those news sources that we trust are spewing out bullshit, it's hard to see the truth. I truly believe if you sat down with anyone and explained to them all of the details, from the warrant with Breonna Taylor's name on it, all the way down to the sting operation, where it was said that the boyfriend hid behind her while they were firing at law enforcement, they would understand that this could have been handled differently. How did they not just case his house and wait for him to leave to arrest him? Why did it take a raid to apprehend him and the drugs? The story simply fails to sum up accurately. accurately. Either way, either way, as a white man, as a white person, all I can say is I hear and empathize with the, the concerns of the black community. And I, I can promise them that amongst all the bullshit, the lion's share of the world is either ignorant to each and every one of these stories because of the convoluted nature of how we receive our news and social media and in the real world. Because for the longest time, people were told that Breonna Taylor was laying on her bed and rounds went through the wall and they hit her. That was not the truth. She was actually in the room when they kicked down the door and her boyfriend, from the explanation, whether it's true or not, used her as a shield. I don't know if that's true or not. There was also rumors that there was no knock. Oh, there was knocks. You're either ignorant to the, ignorant to the stories because of the convoluted way we receive our news, or... You're simply just tired and numb from 2020. All this darkness. It's hard digesting all this all the time. So I kind of want to end on that specific thing because we're already 10 minutes in and I was really surprised it lasted that long. But I think it's important for us to understand the context. And we should blame the media. They absolutely suck. And social media... Yeah, they're right there.